Yeah, what's going on, man? It's me, Dom Sharp. I'm the host of the This Is What You Should Podcast, the home of Potty Mouse, and the fastest growing podcast in the history of podcasts. Don't Google that, because it's a fact, though. And I want to say a few words about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard, Anchor is the easy way to make a podcast. Let me explain to you real fast. Number one, it's free. And Anchor allows you to edit and record your podcast right for your phone or laptop. Anchor will also distribute your podcast so it can be heard on the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more places. You can make money off your podcast with no minimum listenerships. So if you got 10 listeners, 20 listeners, 30 listeners, 40 listeners, 50 listeners, no matter how many fucking listeners you got, you can make money off your podcast. No problem. It's everything you ever going to need to make a podcast all in one place. So here's what I need you to do. I need you to go to your Google Play Store or your App Store and download the Anchor app today. Now, if you ain't got a phone or you ain't got a fucking tablet, you got a laptop because how else would you be listening to this right now? I need you to go on your laptop and go to anchor.fm and create your podcast today. It's the easy way to make a podcast. I'm telling you, I did this, so so can you. Let's get it done. Shout out my Marino gang niggas, ASAP mob niggas, Max B, Max G, Son and Naj, and everybody fuck us. You let this one rock. You know I'm all on my busy shit. Bought up the DK and why on my illy shit. Them bitches fake, but yo, this what it really is. Swerving on freeways on Philly shit. All on some silly shit. Open the brim, got no etiquette. My shit ridiculous. Start to finish, I be killing shit, baby. Pull out the Lambo to pop the Mercedes. Whip came all crazy because of my cadence, my flow and my buzz and my shows and my places. Bugatti, Ferrari, then Maserati. These bitches is foreign, but so is my property. All of these bitches got corny as properties. Ugly, moody, poor as a pauper be. All trying to copy me, can't afford pausing me. I was too humble. I was too modest, I let y'all sleep on a monster to progress, waking y'all up with your own corny watches, cause my shit so silent, forgot with my watch, when there's so many diamonds, can't tell what the time is, all in my space, I be asking where Thomas. training these bitches like Thomas, Hoku behind us, but they in Bahamas, I told them to chill, get the fuck out the projects, cause when you legit and you all in your shit, vacation is valid, the trap always lit, anyway, I been out stacking my paper, trying to get richer and richer and richer, so now I charge a couple racks for a picture, and pitching me months ago, nothing, no dough, just some Kool-Aid and pictures, sharing with niggas, now it's like figure, I'm making these figures cause they like my figure, and dresses and sneakers, and for future reference, don't ask for no features, I don't give a fuck and I never will neither, they ain't believe that your girl had that ether, now with Lubidins with my Adidas, still chief and Keith, like I'm his Khalifa, no being bougie, I grind till I'm bleeding, and that's the blunt truth that you niggas be needing, thinking shit sweet till you taste what we dealing, that Molly real better, it might get you fiending, battling demons and falling on cement, might have you dreaming, might have you scheming, balls not the Molly, I know I be scheming, I'm killing these niggas and I got good reason, these suckers been winning I don't like the feeling, I know I'm a goddess But don't catch no feelings, I'm just being honest I got too much bonus, Ooh, they ain't even Peep that nigga, they ain't even peep that I was on my street swag nigga, yeah, we let they us ain't rock. see that I be really where I speak at I can take the fucking streets back nigga yeah. Shitting where you eat ass nigga, yeah. creeping where you sleep ass nigga yeah. Never could be my guy, you'll be going Bye bye nigga, no lie my nigga Don't try my niggas, all black on cause they really Ride my niggas, not cause it's stylish I promise my nigga, my nigga. pay your homage Little bitch, I kill you, and don't ever want don't really know you if you like and on my number All very simple China's so chillin' not China's so gentle Should've been killed you but Buddha insisted I wait till I'm perfect I couldn't resist it It's over for niggas And so ho with bro bro cash out on the denim All white Them bitches ain't want it Them bitches ain't want it Till they saw me in it All right My vision, my vision You can't see my plans But y'all niggas no gun That was uh, China China Rogers getting cloco um, I already planned to do this podcast today. I, I planned it out in my week. I, I'm writing notes for this podcast. 
And I planned to do this podcast today, but today on Twitter, horrible news dropped today. China Rogers, Philly rapper, Philly model, visionary, passed away today at the age of 25 years old. And uh, it hurt because, like, just like t- last week I did a podcast called uh, People That Inspire 16-Year-Old Dom. And I didn't even think to mention her in the list. But that night when I was doing research, a rapper who inspired me, her name, like, it came across. But I didn't even, like, I didn't remember to put her in the podcast. So I feel bad that I didn't actually get to give her flowers before she left. But, um, yeah, man, that shit, that shit hurt. Cause I, cause I literally thought about her. She was one of the people that I was like, nah, she inspired me. Like she had an EP called Chinos that dropped in like 2013, 2014, some shit like that. And that was like my shit. Yeah, it was a song in there called Hall of Notes. It was, that was my shit. I, it's not on SoundCloud no more. I, I, I went looking for it today when, uh, after the news drop. It's not on SoundCloud no more, but it was on SoundCloud. And I used to like listen to that shit like every day going to school. It was like just a bunch of like classic old beats. Cloud uh, HM produced a few songs on there. But yeah, man, China passed away. China passed away today. Are they saying it's an overdose? And I'm not going to do this whole thing about, you know, stay away from drugs and drugs kill people. But in all seriousness, in all seriousness, drugs do kill people. And drugs do take away lives and do end lives prematurely. Um, if you know, if you listen to this podcast for a while, you understand that I, I suffer from mental illness and I quit smoking weed. I was just, I was an avid weed smoker. Have I dabbed my hand and dabbled with other drugs? Yeah, I have dabbled with other drugs. But weed was like my main drug, and I quit weed. I'm like, I'm a, I'm, I'm a hundred plus days sober, like 150 days sober off weed now. I haven't done weed in almost half a year, so like, I'm, I'm really, I, I, I quit, I quit drugs personally because I knew it wasn't right for my mental. Now, some people use it as a coping mechanism, and I can't knock people for doing that because, like I said, I was that person, and in theory, it helped me. Now, did it really help? Probably not, but it helped in the moment. That's all drugs is. Drugs is just a band-aid. It helps you get through it through the moment, but it's not an actual fix. So this isn't a conversation about drug abuse. It's more of a conversation about mental illness I'm about to have. Now I don't know what now this is I'm not this is all speculation and I don't wanna be uh rude when I say this because there's people who love China. I love China, but I love them from afar. But people who was in China lives and they lost China today. And I don't wanna be rude or insensitive, but I don't know what um mental illness is China, I don't know what mental illness affected her. Just listen to her music. I'm pretty sure she was depressed, but um, I'm pretty sure she suffered from depression. Just listen to her music and everything she says. But I don't, I don't know exactly, so I don't want to like put anything on her. But mental illness is real, and drug addiction goes right go hand in hand with mental illness. So, to anybody that you know who suffers from any mental illnesses, or anybody you know that who is a big weed head, or somebody who like to drink a lot. Talk to that person, make sure they're fine. Especially in times like this when we're all in the house not doing nothing right now. It's quarantine time. None of us are going outside. We can't go outside and experience life regularly. So most of us are just stuck in the house, left to our vices. Left to our just just left to things that make us happy. And for some of and for some of us, those things kill us. So RP to China Rogers. She will be forever missed. And I feel bad that I didn't give I didn't get a chance to give her flowers on that podcast I did last week. So this is me giving her flowers. But, like I said, I, I already had this podcast planned. I hate when I got to start podcasts off mad somber. I hate when I got to do that shit. I hate when I got to come out here and be serious and shit. And this is really isn't a serious podcast. I've done a few serious topics, but this isn't like a real serious podcast. But um, I got to, I've been thinking a lot about this shit for a while now. Thinking a lot about this shit. 
to piggy off back to piggyback on the idea of what I had last week, I did a podcast called uh, "What Inspires Sixteen Year Old Dom" or whatever. And it was somebody I think I mentioned or maybe I didn't mention him in that podcast, but that person is Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino is one of I think I actually did mention him, but he's like one of those one of those artists that really influenced me probably the most of any artist. Like he made me realize I can do more than just rap. He was that guy for me. He was the guy that say, yo, if you want to write scripts, you can write scripts. If you want to act, you can act. Whatever you want to do, you can do it because nobody's telling you you can't do it. He was that guy. But Childish Gambino recently dropped a new album. Uh, he dropped it. It was a weird rollout he did. Originally, he, he made a whole website for it. It was, it was only on his website. And I heard it on the website. It wasn't that good. Then I then I heard it. on you. Somebody took the songs off you off the website, put them on YouTube, and had it in his own order. I didn't like it. And then he dropped it this week. It's called, uh, not this week or last week. Well, whatever week. Of the, it was called 31520. He dropped it not too long ago. It's called 31520. Right? I'm assuming that's the day he he finished there, whatever. 31520. That's the name of the album. It's 12 songs. Uh, it's a few singles on there, like Time, and I believe one of the songs, the last song, is a song, Feel Like Summer, that was on the album, that was on the EP a while ago, that Justin Richburg, shout out to, shout out to, shout out to Justin Richburg, the, the animator and artist from Philly. He did the music, he, he, he did the music video for that. But, um, yeah, the album's trash. It's a trash album. I'm here to say it. It's a trash album. It's not a good fucking album. Like I was talking to Cam and I was talking to Rob about it. Hopefully this week we can. Hopefully this week we can. Uh, we will figure something out where all of us can get on the podcast and we can do like our classic podcast, not together, but you know maybe be Zoom, maybe through Zoom or maybe Skype, something like that. But I'll figure it out. But I listened to the album twice now. First of all, twice listen to the album two times was fucking hard for me because that album is hard to listen to. Number one. The beats, a lot of the beats aren't pleasant to listen to. They aren't pleasant like, oh, I can listen to this song over and over again, beats. And a lot of the songs are fucking long. Let's, I'm, account, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the track list right now. Let's, let's count how many songs are like five minutes plus. Let's just, I'm just doing this right off the top. Let's just count how many songs are five minutes plus on this album. So we got, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, six songs. On a, on, a, on a 12 track album, I believe it's 12 tracks that are 12 minutes plus. Who the fuck is listening to that, Gambino? And don't get me wrong, I'm a childish Gambino fan. Like, because the internet was my shit, camp was my shit. These are albums that shape my taste musically. But this new shit is garbage. Ain't nobody ever gonna convince me that it's not garbage. Like, I, here's, my, here's, here's my biggest issue with what. Gambino recently when it comes to like his own work that he puts out let's let's say fuck like his acting and shit like that besides the thing that he wrote well I'm gonna get to I'm gonna get to that but let's let's say fuck like other shit when it comes to things that he writes and he is in, that he is in control of I think that he is too artsy for artsy sick like I love I just love that shit like because the internet was an artsy for artsy sick album but it was good songs in the album it was listenable songs on the album. Pink Toes, World Star, songs like that, songs I can go back to today and listen to. Now, did he also have like Death of the Fucking Whatever, the last song on the album, which is super long and hard to listen to? Yeah, it was. It was hard to listen to. It was long, but whatever. I did that. At 22 years old, I'm not about to listen to a hard list album just, be, just because. It's not that good of an album. And people on the internet are saying, oh, it's, it's revolutionary. It's not. 
It's not. Know what it sounds like? It sounds like somebody took a fucking keyboard and pressed a whole fucking a whole bunch of buttons on it. Put that shit in FL Studios. Like, bro, you like this beat? And Bino was like, yeah, I like that right there. Like, no, that shit is garbage. It's hot fucking trash. It's hot trash. The best song on there is 1238. That's the best song. That's one of the few listenable beats on here. The few listenable beats. Now, it's a few beats that are like halfway listenable. The song before that, they got uh, Ariana Grande, and that was a single that came out before. Time, six minutes long. The beat is halfway listenable, but the song is six minutes long. And it's okay to have a six-minute long song, but six of them on a 12, half of your songs are six minutes long again. But you know, who the fuck is listening to that? I'm not. I'm not listening to that bullshit. I'm not. I'm sorry. Like, it's hard. It's It's... It was a like, it was a fight for me to listen to this shit twice. It was a fight, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I tried to like it, like I tried to like it. I I, I lift. I listened to the two different sets, right? I listened to it late at night, late at night. I lit an incense, right? And I had a cup of Jack Daniels. I listened to that shit, and I listened to it. I was like, all right, maybe this is the vibe. It was not the vibe. It was too upbeat. It was too electronic-y. It was too computerized. It was too much shit going on. And I was like, all right, maybe that's not the right thing. So we're in quarantine times right now. So I said, you know what, they? I'm going to take a little walk because I've been trying to take like walks throughout the day to try to stay active and like get the fuck out the house. So I took a little walk the other day. I walked. And I tried to listen to the album. It wasn't a good walking album either. I was like, where the fuck do you listen to this album at? Where, where do you listen to it? Like, where do you listen to it? It's, it's obviously not a car album. It's not an album you're going to play in the car because the beast, there's no like heavy 808s. So it's not like that album. It's not an album you can just sit in the house and be sad to. You can't just sit, you can't have an instant and sit some Jack. That's not the album. You can't walk to it. Where the fuck do you listen to this piece of shit album? It's, you know, if I had, I'm not Anthony Fantano. I'm not. But if, if, Anthony Fantano, I watched his video before after I listened to it twice. And I was surprised. No, I don't know if you guys know Anthony Fantano is uh the needle drop big. You, you know the fuck he is. Let me stop mansplaining. The big guy that that, that in the, the fucking reviews on the album was Anthony Fantano. I was surprised that he didn't do one of those videos. He says, not good. This album is not good. He did it for Jordan Lucas album. Jordan Lucas, not good. I heard the album, not a good album. I agree with him there. A lot of times I agree with him. A lot of times I, don't, I, I fucking disagree with him. For a long time, Anthony Fantano was not a child. Uh, was not a child. Childish Gambino fan. For a long time, he was not the biggest guy on Childish Gambino, and I understood why. He thought he was too artsy for artsy sake. To, to sum it up, and at the time, sixteen year old Dom was like, "Nah, bro, this shit is hard." That was when I was trying to be artsy for artsy sake. Now I just want good music. I just want good music. I was surprised that it wasn't. Not, it wasn't a not good. His album is just plain and simple, not good. It's just not good. And, and Cam, uh, Cam probably gonna listen to this album. He gonna call me. Cam gonna listen to this mixtape. This mixtape. What the fuck I'm saying? Cam gonna listen to this podcast. He gonna call me and be like, "Nah, bro. Like, it's a good album." I'm gonna tell him straight to his face. No, the fuck, it's not. Like, it's not a good album. I tried. I tried twice. It's not a good album. It's just not a good album at all. And I know I just got really heated. That's because Childish is one of those people that I really look up to when it comes to this art shit. Like, I really look up to him. So, with the fact that he just releasing bullshit like this. And to be honest, I didn't like Awaken My Love neither. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Here's, here's what I think. I want, I like my rappers to rap. And I was introduced to Childish as a rapper. So I want him to rap, but also I can appreciate like some good fashion, some good old fashioned R and B, some good old fashioned singing. And Awaken My Love was that. But let's be fair. 
let's be fair. The only good song on Awaken My Love was Redbone. And that was the single that we heard for two years. We heard it in every fucking movie. Come on, let's be fair here. Don't give me that bullshit. The only good song on there was Redbone. That shit was 11, 11, 11 songs. No, I'm lying. Nah, I'm not lying. I'm, I'm looking at the track list again. Yeah. The album came out four years ago. One good song. And it won a Grammy. Didn't that album win a Grammy? It's not. It's, it's, B- Bino has been doing some bullshit recently when it comes to music. And not just music neither. And here goes to my second point. Atlanta, not good. Hot take. Fuck it, it's a hot take. Atlanta is not good. It's strict. Okay. It's not a bad show. I get, I'll, I'll take that back. It's not a bad show. But it's not the show that we thought it was going to be at like the first two episodes. I recently went back, back to watch it because originally I was going to do a premise where I said Dave, uh, FX's uh, new Lil Dicky show was better than Atlanta because I thought the two shows were comparable. Uh, both the shows star rappers. Both, the, both of the shows on external seems to follow a rapper trying to be big inside the music business externally but when you watch atlanta that's really not the story of atlanta atlanta is not really atlanta's more of i'm rap i'm a rapper no it's atlanta is the story of being black in america being black in america but also i so happen to be a rapper that is the story of atlanta okay and when i watched the first of episodes earlier it was abundantly clear to me i was like okay these shows are not comparable because little dicky's dave it's obviously a show of little dicky trying to become a rapper so my original point was atlanta takes too many too many left turns in telling a story but in, t- in telling the story of trying to get Paperboy to be a big rapper, where I thought Dave was just a straight line, a straight through line narrative of, okay, Dave was here, Dave was here, Dave was here, Dave was here, Dave did this. And like at some point, he's going to be a big rapper. I thought that it told that story better, which it does. And I don't take that back. It tells the story of a person trying to become a famous rapper better. But that's not Atlanta's point. Atlanta does not want to tell you the story of making a guy from the hood a famous rapper. Atlanta wants to tell the story of being black in America. That's the story of Atlanta. But the problem with Atlanta is same same shit I feel about Donald's music. He's artsy for artsy's sake. I think Atlanta prioritizes good shots and what and what will look cool on a screen instead of actually storytelling. I think Atlanta I think Atlanta prioritizes moments in dialogue than actually telling stories. I think, and I'm not mad at it for that. I'm not mad at it. I'm just mad that it's not exactly what I thought it was going to be when I watched the trailers for it back in 2016, whatever year that was, 2017. When I said, oh, Donald Glover got a show. When I found out Donald Glover got a show, it's the happiest little camper in the world. Ask anybody about me. Ask anybody. I'm the biggest Donald Glover fan in the world. Niggas was calling me weird for this too. I was like, yo, I am weird. He's weird. He speaks to me. He spoke to a weird 16-year-old black kid. He spoke to the blurred in me. Like, that's that's who Donald was. And I was like, okay, Donald's going to tell the story. He's going to tell my story. But that's not the story he's telling. And I'm not mad at that. I'm just mad that it's not exactly what I want. Like, Atlanta... Atlanta's one of those shows that when your friends tell you about it, your friends tell you, oh, my God, it's so good. Like, oh, Donald Glover did it. Oh, yeah. But I'm a, I, I, I took notes on the first three episodes. So episode one... I said, 
One thing I noticed episode one, it, it was fast-paced cuts. Scenes started to end for no reason. A lot of fast-paced cuts. And scenes seemed to start and end for no apparent reason. Scene would just start and scene would just end very abruptly. That, that's, and throughout Atlanta, that's something that happens a lot. Episode one. If you see episode one of Atlanta, this and this is an example of uh, shit I'm talking about. If you see episode one of Atlanta, at the end of the at the near the end of the episode before Donald meets up with Paperboy and he's in the car talking to him, he about to be your manager and shit like that. He's on the bus. He's on the bus with his daughter. Then there's a man, presumably Nation Islam man. I don't know why I'm, I'm presuming that because he was a black man in the suit. Okay, fucking I'm prejudiced. I don't know. I'm black by the way. I am I am assuming that he's just he's just Nation Islam. He walks up to him, makes a peanut butter sandwich, and Donald says, uh, "I just feel like I can't, I can't, I can't win." And he makes the peanut butter sandwich. He says, "Sometimes you gotta give me." And then he said, "Eat this fucking sandwich, nigga. Eat this sandwich." What the fuck was the point of that scene? Because anybody tell me what the fuck was the point of that scene, I cannot tell you for the life of me what's the point of that scene. I watched that episode back twice to try to understand. Okay, where does this connect? And it doesn't connect anywhere. There's no connective tissues to that scene. Donald just thought it would be cool. He thought it would be a cool shot. It would look cool on screen. It would be uh like <laughs> it would be witty conversation in the in the middle of an episode, and that was it. There was no storytelling. There was no character development. We never see that guy again. He walks off that bus, and we never see him again. Episode two is when I start to realize that this is this isn't a show of becoming a rapper, a rapper becoming like a rapper. It's more of like being black in America. That's when Paperboy realized he's a famous rapper still in the hood. And that's a word iconic for him because people know him, but he's still in the hood. He ain't get paid for this shit like that. And yeah. Episode two is the episode where uh, Donald's in jail for most of the episode. And if you remember, there's there's a scene where there's a guy, I forget his name, but the guy is mentally ill, obviously, obviously mentally ill. And he's black and he and the, and like all the all the police officers know him. All the like longtime guys that come into jail that's in jail the week they know him. They're like, yo, this nigga here every week. And Donald says, Why is he in here? He should be like in a mental health hospital. That that scene, at the end of that scene, uh the guy drinks water out of a toilet bowl and the big police officer, the water or whatever, he say, how you doing there, bud? And the guy spits water into the police officer's face. And the police officer beat him with the beat him with the nightstick, beat his ass real bad. That scene was more to say, I, yo, we don't deal with mental health well in America. Like, these people, this person obviously need help. He, he needs medicine. He needs help. But it's sad he's just being jailed every week. And they let him go to be back on the streets. I, I, get, I get the narrative that he's trying to sell there. So that's why I started to realize this show isn't about a rapper becoming a rapper. But still, he does shit like that. He does stuff where he makes a solid point right here, but it doesn't further the story he's trying to tell. Like, can anybody actually tell me what's the story of Atlanta? Can anybody actually tell me the story? If you're going to tell me the story is, oh, Donald trying to manage Paperboy, is it really? How much managing has he done for Paperboy, really? Like, how much managing has he done for him? So it's not the story. The, for the first episode sets us up as if that's going to be the story. Donald's going to do his thing to manage Paperboy. But that's not really the story. The story is, that's a backdrop to tell you about being black in America. But, did I, but that's not what we signed up for. That's not what we signed up for, Donald. So for that, I say Atlanta's not good. All in all, I just... This is what this 10 minute, 15 minute rant about Donald Glover 
All this to say is, I expect more from him. And Donald, let me say this. Donald Glover owes me nothing. I'm just, I'm just a kid who got put onto him when I was 14, and I grew up with his music, and I thought that we was going to... I even watched that nut-ass comedy special that's not good. Weirdo, it's not that good of a comedy special, but I watched it and I laughed a lot because I liked him. I liked him as a person. All I got to say is, Donald owed me nothing. Donald has children now. Donald has a wife. Donald has bigger fish to fry than his little small podcast telling him that his art is bad. But... I would like to thank Donald. Donald is the reason why I think that this podcast will help me sell my music. Because I like Donald's music, and because of that, I liked his stand-up special. He already sold me on him as a person, so I was I was willing to buy anything he gave me. So I appreciate Donald for that. But Donald needs to do better. Donald just needs to do better. Sorry. So, I don't know if you guys heard Gabby Tusek out of jail. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we did a whole episode. I believe episode is uh, donations. Donations. I believe we dropped about four weeks ago, three weeks ago now. It's been a little while. We spent like 30 minutes covering Gabby Tusek. Gabby Tusek is a, is a woman who flew out to Houston to fuck a rapper named Summers. Upon arriving there, the crew fucked her. She began to act wild. They kicked the bitch out. The bitch then got on live, went to the hospital, said she had coronavirus. Now, this is before coronavirus was a big thing and everything got shut down. Went to the hospital, said she had coronavirus, had a bed for the night, then got kicked out in the morning when she didn't have coronavirus. And then this the, the, the shenanigans ensue. She perceived to come back and get kicked out two more times before finally being arrested by, the, by Houston PD. The HPD is that what they call it? I don't know, but she's out of jail now, and uh, I'm looking forward to see what kind of shenanigans that happens. There's a few people I want at this point in quarantine. I'm just looking to be entertained in the dumbest way possible. Like I cannot wait till Six Nine gets back on Instagram. Six Nine changed his fucking uh his uh bio on Instagram today. I, it was before it was like yo go get his album or some shit, and he changed it to niggas calling me a snitch. What I miss. Oh my God, I cannot wait. Somebody give this nigga his phone. Somebody give him his phone so I can be entertained. Some somebody do it. Cause I'll be real with y'all. Like the biggest, the big thing on the TL right now is like the beat battles and shit like that. Beat battles was like a big thing like a week ago. Ain't really been, ain't really been much of them. But the beat battles was like a big thing that was happening. Everybody was doing the beat battles. I haven't went to one beat battle. I haven't won to one beat. Not not a single one. I heard that T Pain and Lil John had one. Didn't even show up for that. I haven't shown up to not a single one of them. Cause I'm not looking at my phone and hearing niggas play records that I can play on my through my good ass hair earphones myself. I'm not doing it. I refuse to do it. I refuse to fucking do it. It's just I don't know. This quarantine shit really got me sad though, y'all. Shit got me sad. I'm going out sad in this joint. I done beat my dick mad times today. Beat my dick about five, six times today. Like, I can't keep beating my dick. I'm going to run out of nut. I won't have kids one day. I want to have children one day. I'm going to run out of semen if I stay in this fucking house. It is inevitable. It's going to happen. I just need to be entertained. Because I'm be real. Nothing's really entertaining me. Like, my mob player is at 85 overall. I just created this nigga three weeks ago. Nigga was 60. He started off at 60. One of 25 overall points in three weeks. Gonna be a 99 by the end of this shit. <laughs> I'm gonna be on a I'm gonna be on a the 2K wall. Be a 99 overall by the end of this shit. 
Like, just because I'm in the crib all day playing the game. This shit is, this quarantine shit is really sad. And all of us are going out sad. Sad. So, yeah. I'm pretty much, that's pretty much it. I really just wanted, I really just wanted to chew out Donald Glover for about 20 minutes on his podcast. That's something I really wanted to do. But also, let me say this real fast. If anybody got to end this podcast, I appreciate you. Thank you for coming, listening to all this. L- listen to me yelling to my microphone for 20 minutes. I appreciate you. But the podcast has grown expeditiously. As I was saying, the podcast has grown expeditiously. Uh, I did a podcast about a week ago called Joe's Eye of the Tiger King. Podcast has done over 200 streams, which is crazy for me. Usually the average streams we did on the podcast is about 35 to 40. 40 was like high and 35 was like more average. But, um... Yeah, because of that, my list, my average listening audience per, like per episode has gone from about 30, 30 average listeners, about 60 average listeners, so it's doubled. The podcast is doing extremely well, so I appreciate all of you new people who are here because of the, because of the Tiger King podcast. I hope that you stick around and you stay around because we, we try to do good content over here. Sometimes uh, we just rant and rave by myself. Other times, most times, I have my friends here and we like we give it up, we, we shoot the shit. And I hope that you all stick around and stick around for the journey. Watch this podcast grow. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because this podcast will grow. I will make sure of it. If it's it, with my last dying breath, I will be talking into this microphone, making sure this podcast gets to the next level. So with that in mind, all the new people, I need you guys to rate and review the podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts. Leave a, leave a rating, whether you liked it, you loved it, whatever you did. Uh, review it whether you like it, you love it whatever you do hopefully give us five stars because i try to i try to produce five star content but the more rates and reviews the more people that's going to see it the more easily it's pop up in people's suggestions so do that for me also if you're new why not retweet it follow why not retweet the podcast follow us on twitter at listening shit and retweet all of the new links please do that that's the only way the podcast is going to grow if you enjoy this content tell your friends about it retweet it post it on your instagram story i want this podcast to be a thing so thank you. I appreciate all of you. But this has been another episode of, of the Listen's Why You Should Podcast. The home of Potty Mouse, the fastest growing podcast in history of podcasts. Don't Google that. I'm your host, Dom Sharp. There's two things in this world every human has, opinions and assholes. I'm so happy to be an asshole with an opinion. Thanks for listening. By the way, I didn't, realize I didn't, do, I didn't do that at the beginning, but thanks for listening.